The cats are curious. Live streaming into your home. One night only holiday spectacular variety hour with Hobbs and Shaw and Sarah and Bridget. Welcome everybody to the cast and the curious. I'm Sarah Griffith. I am joined by my equal now. Oh, Oh, uh, my name's Bridget Greenberg. Uh, I am, uh, I've seen these movies many times and, uh, and I love them, and I'm so excited that I've gotten my buddy all caught up on them. We are here. We are caught up. I am thrilled. What a great way to end such a great year that we've all been having. I know 2020 oh, has just we've been, been a banner year. A banner year. Um, yes. Yeah, so I let's just. I think right out of the gate, I just want to say. I was kind of delighted by this movie. Were you? Yes, I kind of went into it honestly thinking I'm probably going to think this is silly or like I'm not sure how I'm going to feel about it. And it took a while for me to get into. But once I was in, I was actually kind of like refreshed. Like I feel, I feel quenched. Like I had a thirst for this um, and I didn't realize that I was I had a thirst for this kind of movie. And it quenched that thirst. It just quenched. Uh, that's, that's, that's great to hear. Cause I, I I'm, hate it. Uh, no, no, not at all. Not at all. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I feel like this is going to ruin some of my, uh, cred with the fast community. But the first time I saw Hobbs and Shaw was on a plane. Uh, mm. and, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not proud of that fact. But uh, I was I was expecting more of a fast movie, and I think on this go around, I liked it so much better because I've settled into what it is, which is very much a spinoff movie. Yes, yes, and you know it actually is kind of fucked up. Just if we think of the journey mm-hmm. that I specifically have been on. Yes, this is almost in a way old school Fast and Furious, where each film is its own unique vibe like we kind of had that with too fast too furious and we had it with tokyo drift yes like this kind of has that same feeling of like this is its own adventure separate from the family you know this is like not a toretto production this is like this is where so so it's like new for the fast and the furious but it also harkens back to that formula yes it does there it's still familiar it's still we know what we're getting into. You, it still helps that you've seen the movies yes. before and you know the lore. Yes, um, yes. And I and I loved and we'll get to it. But there was just like a little wink. Like by the way, you did you forget this was a Fast and Furious movie in this movie that was so fucking well done. But we have a lot. We got a lot to, to talk cover. about because I also do want to talk about F nine just a smidge. Just a smidge. I mean and. And we're also joined by a live audience streaming with us. So we're going to get to those questions and comments as well. Yes. But we have to talk about Vanessa Kirby for we, about two and a half hours. So we should probably start this there. This is going to be mostly gonna be a, long a Vanessa Kirby podcast. <laughs> because she very kicks some first ass. Comment. She My looks very great. first comment. My very first comment. I heart Vanessa Kirby. I oh. heart Vanessa Kirby. Our, yeah, our princess. Uh, we are big crown fans truly, on this podcast. And there's a truly, lot of, uh, truly. you know, queen British royalty crossover 
We have Helen Mirren, who famously played the, the queen. queen. The queen herself. Uh, playing the mother of what would be her sister in this larger cinematic Fast and Furious royal family universe. And, you know, a lot of people have talked about this, but I was going to knock the movie for the fact that Jason Statham and Vanessa Kirby are in no way, shape or form even close to the same age. But consider that Vanessa Kirby is the same age as Helen Mirren in that royal hierarchy. So maybe Vanessa Kirby is just ageless. She is ageless because uh, she plays Shaw's sister uh, and they're supposed to be around the same age. They like grew up together to the point that they had flashbacks and they looked to be about about the same same age. age. Yeah. Uh, And (laughs) Jason Statham is a solid 21 years older than Vanessa Kirby. Absolutely. Well, at one point, Dwayne John says he hasn't been home in 25 years. I'm like, I think Vanessa Kirby is 25 (laughs) years old, period. That is her age. I'm I'm going to keep uh, messing with this camera angle because uh, it's weird. I'm so sorry for everybody watching this adjustment happen in real time. But And if you're listening to it later, well, then congratulations. You don't have to see this mess. This is live TV. That Bridget folks. is making this-, this absolute mess. Okay. But I'll just start on the plot because I know that's where we have to go okay. as Bridget incepts her own apartment. Um so right out of the gate, I kind of don't know what happened <laughs> in the first 20 minutes of this movie. I'm sorry. Um, it's just a lot of things were occurring and there was an awful lot of like, we are here and we're there and we're over here. And it was just like, there was a Mr. Nobody name drop, but he didn't show up in this movie whatsoever. Oh, Mr. Nobody. Um, you know who Mr. Nobody is. Mr. Nobody. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He didn't show up. In the of movie. course. Okay. I didn't know if you said uh, that. Like, who is that fellow? No, no, no. I was waiting for Mr. Russell uh, to appear, okay. but I was led astray. Mm-hmm. I do know right out of the top, two of my favorite actors are right in the beginning, Vanessa Kirby and Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. Idris Elba, God bless him, is in every movie. Yes. Um, it is actually remarkable. I thought about this. It's remarkable that they both, Idris and Vanessa, have not been in a Star Wars property yet. Um, sure. Because Id- Idris, <laughs> sure. Idris could... They both could because they're British. So, I mean, truly, whenever they want to be in it, they're in. Um, But Idris, Star Trek, Marvel, he did this. Vanessa Kirby, Mission Impossible. Mm -hmm. We've got franchise heavy hitters here. We do. They brought out the big guns for this, like, new turn in the Fast and Furious universe where we're going to have these spinoff movies. They want you to know that these are not going to be slouch films. The cameos in this film... Uh, were incredible ghastly yeah okay uh you well, want to no, say i say ghastly ghastly i mean i was afraid for my life uh yeah ryan reynolds <laughs> it was very aggressive <laughs> ryan reynolds doing just his his shtick is just doing deadpool in this movie exactly and kevin hart is also doing his shtick in this movie i mean okay we're getting far ahead but yeah just right out of the gate I think it is like, okay, damn, we're really into its own thing Mm -hmm. because we have Vanessa Kirby and Idris Elba in here um, looking very sexy. Yeah. Idris Elba has an Iron Man suit. Something like that. Yeah. And is also a cyborg. Uh, He is a cyborg. The suit is not a cyborg. I don't don't think suits (laughs) by definition can be cyborgs, but I might be. That's what we we have a chat for. 
Yeah, I, he just initially I thought it was the suit giving him powers, and then later I realized he was no, a cyborg. It's not, yeah, and in in between all of that, I was thinking, isn't this a Fast and the Furious movie? Like we have completely switched into a different gear. Um, I will just go ahead and say I think part of the reason why the first twenty movies minutes of this movie is almost a blackout for me is that I maybe needed the content warning that the premise and the plot of this film involves a deadly virus uh, yeah. that is supposed to hit the globe I did forget about in that. an yeah. eco-fascist uh-huh. terrorist move. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. This aged like shit. And this Weirdly. movie only came out last year. Yes. It has aged god awfully. Um. Yeah, I, yeah, it, it didn't, I totally forgot because, again, the plots of these movies are uh, just part of the detail. Uh, yeah, that, that is true. They normally are just like semantics. Yeah, but yeah, I did forget the pandemic. Uh, it's Bridget, It's quite literally about COVID-19. Like it, like every Whoa. way they describe the virus, Bridget, every way Whoa. they describe the virus, I was like, oh, Mm, I wonder what would happen if something like that were to happen. Yeah. Mm, geez, the stakes are pretty high. I will point out in the movie's defense, uh, as is my job title, Defender of Fast and Furious, that uh, it is not a, it's a like genetically enhanced virus, a virus like. Oh, also in their defense, who the fuck could have known what the, like, I, I mean, mean, it it makes it's, it, not, it's not their fault that the movie has aged terribly within months because it only came out like last May. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was it was last summer. Oh, yeah, but, but I was like, I was just so taken out by that. I was like, oh god. Uh, but yeah, so take us through. We, so take us through the plot of this movie step by step. The hardest job that I have given to you. I know. So that's kind of like the broad strokes. So I do know that Vanessa, yeah. in such a kick-ass move, she put the virus in her. Fuck, yes. that was so cool. Like, Sacrifice even her like, body like a champ. Ugh, that is so damn cool. Um, I also was like very sensitive to like the sound design. Like there was a lot of sound keys that like kind of kicked ass. And Idris Elba's little Batmobile yeah. motorbike, which it is the Batmobile. Like everything he drives is. is Batmobile-esque. All it of that is, is Wayne. It's very yeah. much Wayne uh, Enterprises for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think there there are some Easter eggs where a lot of uh, his bike sound effects, according to sound effects according to IMDb trivia, are is Dark Knight is uh, no, it's not Dark Knight. It's Transformers. Oh, okay, that's the sound I was hearing. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So yeah. basically, the yeah, shit those, is those that- were Optimus Prime sounds. Okay, so basically, like, they have the coronavirus that they're going to be using as a lethal weapon. (laughs) Vanessa has put it into herself. And the mission now is, like, get Vanessa Kirby. So they send two agents that they know are going to team up together. Kind of like a parent. They parent trap, basically, The Rock and Jason Statham. Do you understand that they fully parent trap these two? That is the technique used by MI6 and the CIA. Yeah, they they even have that cute, like, I'm not going anywhere with you moment. I there are so many times where this script was so cute. Yeah. They were just being so damn adorable. They really milked like the buddy cop aspect of this, which is why I like 
I'm a little delighted by that. Yeah. I have to say that kind of got me. I mean, that's Suck me uh, into it a little where bit. the concept for uh, doing this movie came from. Yeah. 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 That's kind of like where the idea of this movie came from is they kind of saw their, their chemistry, the rock and Jason Sathams, yes. which is okay. Weird. Yes. And, and I, I do want to play a game and maybe we don't play this right now, but in the back of our minds, Bridget, we need to decide by the end of this episode, which of us is the Hobbs and which of us is the Shaw. Oh, that, I mean, you've, you created a poster for this event where you seem to have made that decision. I know, but now that I think on this, like based off of, okay, so can I be the Vanessa Kirby movie? Okay. That's not fair. Okay. None of us get Um, to be Vanessa. No, that's not not fair. You didn't grow up with sisters, and so if there was one girl that everybody wanted to play pretend, you I'd have to split that role up, or nobody, nobody got to play. It. That's okay. the rules of playing pretend yeah. in an all girl household. Okay. Um, just so you know, for the next gotcha. time. Um, okay, so in the movie they do this kind of cool side by side montage, which actually oh. I love the design. Yes. I love a lot about like visually like Shaw's life versus yeah. Hobbs life. I thought that was fucking tight. Um. Shaw, not Shaw, Hobbs walks into a club and does doubles on shots where he does two shots at the same time into the same mouth. Do you see that? Move? I did. That was fucking. I mean, kick-ass. if you're rock that size, was very cool. That's oh, that's, yeah, that's a nothing. normal shot. That exactly. Yeah. That's like nothing. So yeah. I would say right out of the gate, you're Hobbs. I'm Shaw because I think you're more muscle and I'm more <laughs> conniving I, and loud. Yes. Um, but. Based on their day to day life, Shaw seems to run a pretty clean yeah. steam engine, and Hobbs seems a little bit more, uh, you know, as it comes up, I'll do it. That's because to me, both of their lives seem pretty regimented. Uh, ha- but they look different in their Beast. regiment. Yeah. Like every day I wake up and I brush my teeth as do you, but I bet it looks very different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay, so you say, you're saying I have more of the uh, clean, modern aesthetic. You're more uh, warm light. Yeah, what? I guess I have more personality. <laughs> I don't know. I'm more robotic? Say. <laughs> I don't know. I just like, I was I, I saw that because I was like, oh, well, obviously Bridges Hobbs and I'm Shaw. But now I'm not too sure about that. But we'll 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 we'll, can, we'll chew on this. Yeah, we'll, we'll chew on yeah, this. We'll we'll have to think about it. But that montage is great. I and the dual fights, yeah. like with Hobbs with the tattoo, and Shaw. Oh God, what is he like? What's his shtick? I mean, he's just martial arting all over know. the place. I, I don't know. Just like. Like visually, that looks so cool. Like the the lighting, it was very colorful. It was like highly contrasted. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like a lot of times in this movie, it was just like the director kind of just like having it, like almost like in a pop art way. Like oh, we'll put a little bit of this in here and a little bit of that in there, and and I kind of like enjoyed a little bit of the of the dynamic views and and uh, settings we were getting. From this being outside of a Fast and Furious film. Everything that I've just said makes perfect sense, by the way. Um, I'm making very oh, no, clear. I'm okay, excellent. Because um, I realize I've now just word souped <laughs> like a bunch of shit. Um, okay, yes. Yeah, so then we get to um, Jason Statham visits his mom, Helen Mirren. Basically, end all be all little girl Shaw. What's her first name? Little Girl Shaw. 
Oh, Vanessa oh. Kirby Shaw. Oh, her, oh, are you ready for Vanessa Kirby? Snap, are you ready? Oh no! Yeah, no. I, I, oh, it's one amazing to me that you never catch any character's like name. I feel like they said it in the movie. They have to have said they it. They definitely in the movie, said it like a million times. Uh, it is. Wait, why don't I remember it? Probably because every time I see her, I was just thinking, "Oh, Vanessa Kirby." What a delight! What a glowing screen presence. Um, if you had to guess, Margaret, can you guess? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, I know it's the fast. You're not going to guess. So you're not going to guess it right. There's no way. But I want to see what you come up with. Give me an adjective hint. One word adjective to describe the name. Oh man, um, it is the <laughs> of what give you an adjective to describe a one word adjective to describe the name. Um, think old lady. I knew it was going to be old lady. God, I've, I've heard her name. Is it, isn't it like Regina? <laughs> Regina. No, what's her, what's her fucking Hattie. name? Hattie. Okay. Actually. Yeah. That sounds like someone's British little sister. Hattie. Oh, me and Hattie are going to play for Mick Jagger on these blokes. Like, I get that. I did have a moment of, of panic when Ryan Reynolds came up to circle back to that. Because mm-hmm. um, I actually wrote down, decommercialize the Fast and the Furious. Like, I kind of meant, like, I've, I said this in the last episode too, like, I miss, like, the old flavor of the series, but kind of like what you talked about, like, there did there was a threshold for me that was crossed. I was like, okay, this is not a Fast and Furious movie. This this movie fulfills a Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham vehicle without having to shoehorn it into a Fast and Furious movie. Yes. Uh, Which is my preference. Yeah, I, I like that they don't get super bogged down and you need to see every movie. It certainly helps, but it, it is a standalone. And I like that they're pretty, they seem pretty aware that these movies, the Fast and Furious Presents canon needs to be standalone. Yes, and kind of like what I talked about in the last episode, there's no fighting for leading man. Yes. Like, it, you know, because Dwayne and Jason are such movie stars, when you put them in the mix with Vin, it turns into like, okay, well, they also first? They also function very differently as leading men, uh, Jason Statham and The Rock, where I feel like The Rock can kind of step on the toes of the Vin Diesel thing. Yes. Uh, that I think these two function better because there is a little bit more of an odd couple with uh, Jason Statham being more of like the yes. sleek spy kind and The Rock being the bruiser, which is what all their uh, charming trash talk is about. Yes, exactly, exactly, exactly. Then I wrote down frantically, no Rock VK romance. I was really hoping yeah. Vanessa Kirby wouldn't have to go down that road, but as it turns out, she did. Uh, speaking of the Fast and the Furious, I just want to say the rehabilitation of Shaw's character after this man killed Han in cold blood and in a way, well, not him, but Luke, his brother, Luke Evans, the other Shaw. I, 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 how many Shaw family members are there, by the way? Uh, There's the two brothers, one sister, Helen Mirren. But then is there another brother that Jason Statham had to kill? They said that, and it's very confusing. I th- okay, I'm so glad to hear you are confused because I was like, did I miss a whole part of this? I believe, movie? I 
I believe what it is is that after the events of eight, when the Shaw family had to be called in, that uh, Deckard has faked his own death. Like he's gone MIA. And maybe, okay. maybe Owen has taken the fall. For, or, sorry, maybe Deckard, who is Jason Statham, has taken the fall for Owen. But I don't know if that's true. It's very, the Shaw family is very confusing. The Shaw family. They just keep adding As them. I call them. The Shaw yeah. family, yes. Well, well, it's just crazy. Like, the Shaw family killed not only Han, but also mm. Giselle. They died. Because yeah. of this family, they, they got, and now they didn't die. Uh, they got sucked into a plane propeller. They got and Han blew up in a fire explosion. Right. They got shredded. I mean, like Shaw did, I guess, ultimately save Brian Marcos Toretto, the baby yes. in Fate of the Furious, which is <laughs> the best name in the series. Brian Marcos Toretto. I sure. love that name. I love that name. Build the I franchise around great. Brian Marcos Toretto. Um, but but okay. So Shaw's in the fold now. Whatever. I moved. I moved past that honestly in the last movie. But that was another thought I had watching this. I was like, God damn, dude, this, this family, family has fucked up so much shit. And now here we are doing this fucking funny back and forth buddy cop shit with him and Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. And I was actually enjoying yeah, it. They're, and they're just continuing to be brutal murderers. Seriously, and, this and whole the, thing. Yeah, it's just so goddamn. So damn much. The fight choreography, like the fighting sequences, are yeah. truly spectacular, though. True, and I mean that's what you're paying for. I mean, yeah, that's, that's what, what you I want. paid. That's what I paid ten fucking dollars for because you can't rent the movie anywhere. And AT and T has screwed me over HBO Max. God damn you, Warner Media. Oh, I'm having a full soapbox about this right here, right now. You cannot rent this movie anywhere. I had to spend. $10, 10 of my earned American dollars to buy this film on Amazon Prime. Uh, and I had to buy it in a 4K ultra high def. So that fight wow. at the end of the rain looked fucking incredible. And I mean, I guess it was ultimately worth my $10, but damn it. Yeah, that's a lot of money. And also, do you have a. A 4K TV? Because you didn't see it in 4K. No! Yeah, so you just, I yeah. saw it in ultra high depth. Yeah. Uh, but worth every penny. Because that fight is amazing. The fights in this are all incredible. Really? Vanessa- and I love the direction. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the, there's like some artistry. We're looking at artistry in these fights. Uh, for sure. The Even the first fight where you just have Vanessa Kirby come in. and just She is bad Hardcore. And shooting these electric rounds at people, which looks super cool, which I, it's Damn. not cool, but it looks it looks cool. By the way, do you know that Vanessa Kirby could have an Oscar in a few months? Oh, like, yeah. This yeah. bitch is on fire. She's incredible. She's God. She's amazing. She's great. And so captivating to look at. Yes. Like she's just like. Yeah. When she's in her uh, when she's in her like <sighs> getaway undercover outfits. Yes. Incredible. Looks incredible. Oh, the looks. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Um, so Vanessa Kirby has this little moment with The Rock where she he's interrogating her and vice versa. And I do want to say that I think Dwayne Johnson is a good actor. Firmly, I believe he is a good Whoa. actor. Hot take. Definitely. I, I definitely think 
when he goes on screen, he knows what he's doing and he's very good at doing that. I think it was kind of audacious for this movie to insist that he was like a great actor. Because <laughs> you he think has the movie's little... insisting he's a great actor? Well, he just has like this really kind of tongue in cheek, back and forth dialogue with him and Vanessa Kirby. Yes. And Vanessa Kirby is like dancing through it. She is just like yeah. making a meal of it. And it doesn't sound good coming out no, of it. No, he, yeah. It's just beyond his scope, I yeah, think. Yeah, as like attractive. Uh, as the rock is he is and he's like charming in his own right but he's not a good charming he's not a flirt no he's not like a no he's he's, not a womanizer he's such a dad figure he is that it is weird to see him like even pretend to be romantically involved yeah and also with someone who isn't his wife of like 30 years you know what i mean also vanessa kirby's so damn tiny like she, she get, the smallest. She get, this. She's like four foot eleven. She got, like she worked out for this movie clearly. Uh, and she, well, she got that Mission Impossible way too. Like she's she got, yeah, so she's like, badass. She clearly, you know, she's a capable woman, but she's still like a hundred pounds soaking wet, maybe. Yeah. Like oh, for yeah, sure. I am uncomfortable with the idea of her and The Rock. I think she gets smushed. Uh, I know. I'm like scared for her physically. Yeah. Like, don't. And there, there's just no chemistry there. All of the rocks chemistry is very like tongue in cheek, uh, like winky, like we're having fun. It and is. none of it is like it seductive. Is. I don't think I've ever seen the rock be like successfully seductive in a movie. See, and this is, I, I don't mean to stir the pot because apparently there's beef here, but see, Vin Diesel would have killed that because <laughs> he's nothing but. Yeah. He is nothing, honey, he is nothing but uh, sexy may- and charming and seductive. He would kill that. Yes, he could, but he loves <laughs> Letty, so don't you dare. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I had to watch him kiss Charlize Theron in the last video, I wanted to die. Uh, No, yeah, just The Rock's not that guy. Even Jason Statham, when whoever his ex-girlfriend makes out, is like, yes, there's a believable tension there. I buy this. Yes, Uh, yes. Nothing between The Rock Um, and Vanessa Curry, especially you're hitting on her a lot in front of her brother and it feels like all those scenes are like to poke fun at the brother and not for her totally listen totally yes and i of course have so much to say about the dynamic of a trio that is a brother and a sister and a sister and a lover um by the way it is fast and furious canon that we have a character so they had a character named han okay then a couple movies later, right. they introduce a character named Luke. His name is Luke Hobbs. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying they are fucking with me because that is a choice. The, the naming in these movies is literally, they just, I, I feel like they have a, a bag of name, like they have a hat and they're just pulling, they have a hat of first names <laughs> and last serious. names and they're just. I think it's more like, I think it's more like dog tags of lost dog tags from the <laughs> dog parks and shit like that, that they're like, oh, Riley, that's a woman's <laughs> name. Yeah. No, it is not. Yeah. No, it so is that's not. That's how you get Cypher and Ramsey's. <laughs> Cypher. Oh my God. By the way, I, I don't know if, no, you know, we're, we're, getting into this because we're the getting Rock ahead and vanessa kirby we have to suffer through that so we can get to one of the bigger action sequences dun da bam idris elba is there jason statham is there that's when you find out jason statham and vanessa kirby are brother and sister Wild. then 
Idris Elba kidnapped or tries to kidnap Vanessa Kirby because yeah. she's like, the oh. virus is in me, which is fucking badass. And this whole fight sequence rules because Idris Elba picks up Vanessa Kirby like a damn lamb and runs yeah. down the side of a building. Amazing. <laughs> uh, I want that to happen to the- me. That the rock just fully like jumps out of this building and lands on people and just takes them Amazing. out one by one. Uh, yeah, the rock is just flying down this building like acceleration, like max accelerate. Like his heart's not going to explode from doing that. Uh, Listen, the number of people who have died during this movie <laughs> incredible. is all of them. It's actually every character we saw died in this movie actually and yes and also i don't understand so jason statham was like i'm not doing your plan uh uh i'm not doing your plan i'm gonna go into this elevator and just hit the bottom floor that's safer that's a smarter plan i i, I you know i laughed at it and i was enjoying it but logically i can't begin to you can't i mean jason Statham had the right idea they made it sound like such like yeah you do it your way i'll do it mine it's like i'd be like you're going to kill yourself i'm taking the elevator <laughs> obviously like obviously. just like uh, what? What is the beat? I don't know. Well, the, so the Rock can like go through, do his little Superman fly, catch the rope again somehow, and that stops that acceleration. Again, the physics in this world don't add up, but we love them. I and leave then it he, up to God. And then he smashes. His plan was to smash Idris Elba through the floors so of the building. So many times. So many times when they're trying to rescue Vanessa Kirby, they're also trying to kill her. It's like, <laughs> what do you think is going to happen when you blow up that helicopter or like whatever the right. fuck? <laughs> like Vanessa Kirby will also die. Yeah. Yeah. You're jumping out of a building with her on your shoulders. It's not going to work. It might work for you, cyborg man, but she's still full this is on where human. Maybe- this is where maybe they did need like a Letty or like just a one other from the Fast and Furious canon to make a cameo of like, hey, man, you guys got to chill out. Right. You're going to kill yourselves and your sister and everybody in the world. At some point, if we just saw Ludacris and Terry's just walking across the street being like, I needed Roman that? and Tej. Yeah. I, I needed I needed the not the op- like third rock the opposite of the problem solvers right. but like they they are like the reason and the logic like popping into yeah. every fast furious movie like by the way if you did that you would break your neck like what the fuck are you talking about yeah no i i just want them like they happen to be getting coffee like at a cafe across the street from whatever Something. that office building is. I don't need. Is. I don't need much explanation. Just, they brought Han back to life and never bothered to be like it's a prequel. By the way, <laughs> just never did changed. Hear, did you guys hear about the timeline? It's a little different yeah, now. That guy killed me. <laughs> we have flip phones, oh but my. he's a cyborg. But that guy killed me like two days ago. Uh, and then okay, so then we had all of this. This Vanessa Kirby, this insane, this this insane action sequence. They've got this bike that Idris Elba is a wizard on. Like the bike uh, is magic, as is he. It's, it's, which is actually kick-ass. It's, it's right out of the Dark Knight. It is very it's, Dark Knight. It's, it's the same bike. It's it's got. It is. It is. No, that's why I keep calling it the Batmobile and like the. Or I guess I should call it like the Bat bike. It's cool. Everything he does in this movie is so fucking cool. <laughs> 
It is cool. And he's like, I don't understand his deal. He's like seven different DC comic book heroes mashed into one. And this is not even a DC or even a comic book movie. So I'm just enjoying Look, these movies have just the flavors of Idris Elba when I get them. That's why you got to appreciate these movies. They're just taken off on their own. You know, there's yeah, no source can, material. They can go wherever they want. And you know me, I love a franchise right. that just says, fuck it. We're going to do as we please. That's why it's great. Fuck you guys. They don't have to explain anything. They're like, they're just building no. the world as it goes. Uh, exactly. So this, version, this is the ideal franchises right. are the there, ones that don't give a goddamn. There, there's no like foothold here. We're just, you're never going to expect it. And we're just going to keep trying to top ourselves. We're winging it. We're just fucking winging it here because then we get to the ultimate plot where Idris Elba is talking to a robot voice, which, by the way, I have a theory that's Cypher. Oh, interesting. I have a theory that's Cypher. I think by F9, we're going to maybe find out that is our Charlie. That would be interesting because uh, I, I got deep into the trivia of this movie. Uh, okay, what do you know? Share your knowledge, Oracle. So, of Fast it, and Furious. So, the. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. Uh, so the, the name of the voice is never, or I think it's credited. It's no one. It's never named. We're purposely not supposed to find out who it was, what they wanted. Uh, and it's left open ended in case this potentially happens. Um, what they wanted was Keanu Reeves for that voice. (gasps) Oh, yeah. Man, but that would be a whole other thing. It's a whole other thing. You brought Keanu in. It's a whole other thing. And I think it didn't work out for a multiple for multiple reasons, uh, among which was uh, creative reasons. Um, Yeah. So maybe that will happen. Maybe it won't. But that's a big one to bring into the fold of this Fast and Furious cinematic universe. (laughs) Which is already doesn't make sense. Already, I don't know who else you can throw into this, but I'm sure there'll be more. Well, John Cena's coming. And I, we, oh, we have to talk about about that. We have to talk about that. Okay. So, oh my God, we have so much to talk about F9. Um, so, uh, Hobbs and Shaw, Mm -hmm. we, okay. What I wrote down here is Hobbs and Shaw versus the Illuminati, which is ultimately what I figured this is like, it is a secret society that Idris Elba is a part of. Mm -hmm. They have this global, again, like, eco-fascist eugenic almost based plot about like getting rid of the like lesser or whatever which is like totally i mean it's it's the illuminati it's eugenics it's like deep cult society whatever whatever so that's yeah i'm now figuring out at this point oh the plot of the movie is truly hobbs and shot versus robot like robot men yeah, like I mean, the, like a legion like, of cyborgs. It's very, it's it's strange. Etienne is just like this, yeah, cyber. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. It is like, I want to. I don't. Okay, it's not close to home in that I believe the conspiracies about like COVID nineteen and stuff like that. Mm. It's oh, just oh again boy. like, it's like you know the. I know <laughs> the comment section is probably blowing up, but I just mean to say that like. This is all like, like, kind of like with the whole vaccine thing. It's like, hmm, yeah. As I'm watching this movie, I'm like, sure thing. Mm hmm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. This is things I've never considered or thought about before. Brand new ideas you're presenting, right? Like, yeah. Oh, I just, I just looked at the chat. Uh, shout out to uh, uh, Adam Ganter. We'll be happy to hear Alec Gaylord is in the chat. 
That's oh yeah. god. I, I well then we'll yeah. I don't know why you keep looking at that. That's it's, it's too much. That's only gonna steer you wrong. Yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna get like um stream fright. Okay, whatever. So it's Hobbs and Shaw versus the Illuminati. Um, I wrote down, I forgot what was going on, but I wrote down the word family with an exclamation point and then eugenics with a question mark and together it looks <laughs> I mean, yeah. it looks weird. Uh, oh, man. Well, apparently uh, also, again, deep into the trivia, uh, the line, I'm a black Superman, uh, was supposed to be, I'm a black James Bond, but Idris Elba didn't want to say that. Because he was in the running. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay, thank you for the trivia tip. That's a good That's one. That's a fun one. Yeah. Um, so there was like also, uh, then it becomes a Mission Impossible movie. Like literally at this point, it's a Mission Impossible movie. It's now like, again, like we have to figure this thing out or the world is going to yeah. end. They're on Stakes the run. already it's as high very, as they can get. Exactly. It's very IMF. Um, they kind of like have this sequence where they're flying. This is the first time they fly to Moscow. And this is when Kevin Hart's on the plane, yeah. which I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Of course, of course Kevin, Kevin Hart's, Hart's on the plane. Of course space. Kevin Hart's uh, on the plane. Have you ever been uh, on a plane and Kevin Hart's not on it? As someone who watched Soul Plane a lot when I was in high school, uh, yeah, I know a lot about Kevin Hart being <laughs> on a motherfucking plane. Okay, I've seen that movie plenty of goddamn times. Um, I will say there was a scene with Jason Statham and The Rock on the plane, kind of it, talking about the fact that, like, I, I know you want to fuck my sister. <laughs> and they had, like, this, like, big balls conversation, whatever. It's like, again, we kind of talked about this, about, like, I don't want to hear Dwayne Johnson talk about like, yeah, and I'm going to get real deep down in there. Like, yeah. I'm going to rock her world. It's like, really like, weird. Ew. 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 And she's like, to also. All the sex talk. She's right there. It's pretty Asleep. fucked up. Uh, for him she's to right there sitting, sitting pretty at 26 years of age. That young, young Vanessa Kirby. Um, Then we get to Moscow. That home, by the way, just a oh. quick. That's a Moscow home. Uh, oh, oh. That's a that's a that fucking. I, I mean, I don't know if uh, is the right it. response. It's just a yes. it's a Moscow multi billionaire gun runner. Okay, home. the activity happening inside the home, take or leave. I just mean like the exterior of that home oh, had that beautiful green color. Incredible. The inside of the home looked awesome. It's I a castle if, like, where Vanessa our... Kirby belongs. It okay. And can we just take some time now? Like <laughs> forty five minutes. Do you want to, to go, talk about you, you want to jump in on the crowd? I just mean to say the entire time I was watching this movie, I was thinking of Princess Margaret playing the piano for her father, King George, <laughs> in that moment when she realizes, even though she and her father actually have the biggest emotional bond, yeah. she can never replace being the firstborn. She's, she's, she's never got, and just like in this movie, she's not the firstborn, but look, she can do, she can do things in her own right. You know, and to think like now that we've seen the impact of this later in later seasons, uh -huh. like now that Vanessa Kirby has Peter... evolved into Helen Bonham Carter, and you know, that... Helen Bonham Carter reached out via psychic medium to the Princess Margaret herself to get her approval on playing the role, of course, yes, yes, because <laughs> Helen Bonham Carter is a witch. <laughs> <laughs> and also Vanessa Kirby older but I was just going to make a point if only she had been able to marry Peter Townsend the good Peter Townsend yes a lot a lot would have gone differently in her life but uh, uh but now she's in this movie with The Rock 
But no, but and now my she, next, my Princess next. Margaret, <laughs> aka <laughs> Vanessa Kirby, is in this movie with The Rock. Honestly, things worked out for Princess Margaret. You know what? Princess Margaret would love, if she were alive today, she, she would, would love she, to be in a movie with Dwayne she, Johnson. She would approve totally. of this jump for Vanessa Kirby, who... Duh. I will also... Because Vanessa Kirby is a bad bitch. I need, I, need to, I need to bring up my favorite line that's ever happened in The Crown, because it's all I can think of when I think of Vanessa Kirby. Oh, it haunts you. It, it haunts, it haunts you. me, and it also, like makes me my heart reach out to Vanessa Kirby because apparently this is taken from the real diaries of someone she was dating in the crown or in real life princess margaret was dating in real life uh said she had the face of a jewish manicurist and that line made it into the crown and i've been thinking about it and this was about three years ago i think about it once a week uh, for the past three years, <laughs> this line, and I think about it every time I see Vanessa Curry, Kirby. That whatever that means, she looks like a Jewish manicurist. I don't know. It just, I. Well, if there's anyone anti-Semitic who can explain that one for us, we appreciate it. Drop it in the I've YouTube been, comment. <laughs> I've been thinking about it for so long, and I have no idea what it means. But it's okay. Somebody will say something soon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but Vanessa Kirby in this movie though also very nice very regal could have I could have gone for a scene of Vanessa Kirby getting drunk and smoking a cigarette inside and trashing her big palace bedroom in this movie though I would would love to have seen Vanessa Kirby get drunk at some point in this movie that's what this movie is missing yeah we're missing we're missing Vanessa Kirby when she is like on the brink of like letting tears fall out of her eyes, but she's so angry and proud. She'd never let anyone see her cry. And so like a few just like fiercely fall down her face and she like quickly wipes it away. That's what I needed to see in this movie. Oh no, I thought maybe it would, it would loosen. uh, We would see more chemistry between her and the rock if they were both like a little loosened up. (laughs) Cause they are, they are uh, stilted together. They they don't quite work. But if if it means they we're are getting just friends, look. If it means we're getting more Vanessa Kirby in, the, uh, in these movies, I'll take it. I'm not gonna. Sure. I'm not gonna. Yeah. Any anyway. Actually, oh my god. I, we can't have Vanessa Kirby in a main Fast and Furious movie though, because she would eat the girls up. No, I don't. <laughs> she would she would eat the girls up. No, she would get her ass kicked. Do you think she would get her ass kicked? Michelle Rodriguez would beat the shit out of her. You're right. Michelle Rodriguez would beat the shit out of Vanessa Kirby. Okay, that is true. Yeah. That is true. I, yeah. I mean, as bad, yeah, you're not so that right. she wasn't badass in this movie, but I I don't think she has. No, Michelle Rodriguez has. She's got bows. Yeah, she does, and she like I just don't. You know, Vanessa Kirby. I don't think has that kind of fight in her. I think she's well-trained, but I don't think she has. I mean, we are we are setting up literally a Hobbs and Shaw dynamic here with Letty and Hattie. Oh, yeah. Oh, Letty and Hattie. Come oh, on. I mean, a Furious. Letty and Hattie spinoff? Let's go Ooh. do it. Let's do Let, it. Absolutely. That would fucking kick ass. I would ass. love, uh, yeah, a, a Fast and Furious, uh, the girls do a heist. And Ocean's Fast and Furious, Fast and Furious, colon. This one's for the this girls. This one's for the ladies. This one's for the goyles. <laughs> um, <laughs> so then we go to Samoa, mm-hmm. 
which is gorgeous. Amazing. And as someone who has been stuck inside for like nine months, yeah. any movie that takes me to a, a beautiful location with sweeping helicopter shots in $10 ultra high def, I really thank you for that. Thank you for those views. Yeah. Thank you. I Thank you for showing us those lovely images of the outside. Yeah. I also, I love The Rock being like, I guess I have to... Uh. Go home. I love it. And I love Dwayne Johnson kind of pulling this power move of like, it kind of harkened back to in Furious 7 when they're like, listen, they're going to come for us. They're going to get to us at our own home turf in LA. And for The Rock, it's like, oh, we're going back. Oh, uh, yes. We're going to the Pacific. I also love, um, I mean, you're going to get to this part and maybe I'm jumping ahead of you, that the mother got rid of all the guns and they have to fight with the family. I was Brilliant. just getting to that. Brilliant. Just getting to that. Love the mother. Lo- really like love. love the this mother. is where the Here's movie is brother, like the guy that, delightful uh, to me. Oh man, the actor that they got to play uh, Jonah, George something, um, uh, is great. He's great at everything. He's a character actor that like pops up all the time and he's always so good. And I was so happy to see him. Yeah. This. Uh, truly, this is where the movie was like, everything that had happened before that was like weird or like what the hell am I watching kind of like settled at this point and this is where I was just like I'm delighted by this I wrote down with it was kind of an anti-gun message a very I think this movie actually has like a really humanitarian heart because like literally that what they're battling is <laughs> eugenics and ecofascism like quite literally they are up against like a true super villain in a in a global way, yes. And they have like I they, they they're really it's a very humanitarian movie because it's also like well this could be over if we just kill Vanessa Kirby but we go back to the family the core theme of this whole shindig. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, just I, I, of, I, I don't know heart. if I can a hundred percent jump on board, but I see where you're going. I am watching this movie for the first time in December of 2020, so I might be projecting. Look, yes. Um, because- that scene where the rock tattoos. I These are the only movies on I have watched forehead. this year. Period. Oh yeah. Well, listen, that one sucked, but <laughs> that was great. this again. Samoa feels like this is where they are. Yeah, Samoa really settling into right. the heart. Yes. Uh, yeah, it sets up a great juxtaposition. Like we're we're fighting with family. We're and we're doing stuff the traditional way. I said this movie has a galaxy brain. Like this movie is constantly thinking with a galaxy brain because, like, truly every decision that the characters make to do in the movie, it's like, right, let's use our like big brains, boys, and booby trap the whole fucking island and shit, which I loved. Yeah. Um, they also kind of do like this. I don't know the technical term for it, but they have like almost like this change in shooting convention for that scene with just Vanessa Kirby and Dwayne Johnson. Which is actually, I think, a nice scene because it's mainly Vanessa Kirby acting in that scene about, like, this might be our last sunset or whatever. Did you feel that it was, like, a, a, there was, like, well, motion in the camera? There it, like, was. It, I had, mean, there, it had, like, just, a new life in that scene. Uh, uh, yeah, it was because they were uh, setting up, I think it was, like, the romance cam. I think it was it, the romance it, it was just, cam. I think yeah, you're just looking just at like, the It was a more cam. sophisticated... It just felt more sophisticated because it wasn't than... at a graveyard at night. Well, yeah, but also like it—it it wasn't. 
I I just I I felt like a, a movement in in the in the choreography of that scene, and the wind was whipping around, which also may have swept me up into into what I'm describing. You weren't feeling this at all, okay? Fine. I mean, no, no, I know you. I guess I love Vanessa Kirby more. I, maybe you were falling for her in that moment. Uh, uh but I mean, she was who, very I, I had moment. already when she does that like parkour move over the box in the first scene. I was like, I'm in. I, I love you. Mm, so I, I was true, already true, sold. True. I didn't need the spinny romance cam, but I think that's what you're picking up on is that they did a very like pretty, I liked it. pretty at sunset. It was very pretty. Yeah. And normally when you get, I don't know, the scenes in, in the Fast and Furious, the other Fast and Furious movies where they try to set up romance, it is, it is also very like music swell, heavy handed. We're in a beautiful bedroom yes, in Cuba. I thought this one was very kind of subtle. They undersold it almost. Yeah. Like they kind of undercut the movie with it, which was a nice change of pace. Yes. Yeah. What, Quite literally change of pace of the film. Yeah. Because yeah, in the Fast and Furious movies, when they have like nice scenes between Letty and Dom, let's say, or me and Brian, it is very like we're in the bedroom and, you know, we have all these gauzy sheets yeah. flowing around us and we're in Cuba or something. Thick. Uh, thick yeah or they're sitting on a car or something like now we're like we went on a nice hike at sunset sitting on a car they are they they're, really yeah, are they're sitting like, on a damn car yeah in in some sort of like beautiful but rundown hotel in an exotic location or sitting on a car exactly and, exactly and now we get exactly. more of a we get this one you know this one's for the ladies the ladies this one is for the ladies <laughs> um so then we get lead into the final Big battle of this movie. Huge, 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 huge. Um, Vanessa Kirby, Hattie Shaw. Hattie Shaw. Must have the greatest iron levels in any human <laughs> being because she is experiencing, she's not going through like a full blood transfusion, no. but she is going through like a blood recycling center that this she's machine doping. is picking out. Yes, <laughs> and she's she is doing all of this while running around. Like I had a fainting episode when I gave blood over the summer. I could tell you from experience that you cannot also be running around and fighting while there is something hooked into your bloodstream um, and is ridding you of coronavirus. <laughs> Genetically modified <laughs> coronavirus. I oh lord, don't even speak that into existence. <laughs> Um, Jesus, you're, you're right. We're like right at the end. We're almost at the end here. I can't. I can't be jinxing uh. us. But uh, <laughs> yeah, she uh, she's a strong lady, and she'll fight and get a blood transfusion. I don't see what the problem with that is. Sure, you know what? It was really kick ass. It gave us a nice ticking clock. You know, I like to visually see the ticking yes. clock in an action film. It was perfect. And the action across the board. I actually was thinking this as I was watching the last few moments of this movie. I really do think within the last five years, like truly since 2015, we're kind of like in this action renaissance where, like, I think technology has finally arrived at a place that we can really weaponize it. But also, like, the stakes are being raised because there's such a hmm. competition in these kinds of movies now. We're like, actually, like, some of the, like, even just like small, like, three seconds of a fight is like, fuck, that looks is so incredible. Like, the stunt choreography, yeah. I think, across the board has gotten so right. sophisticated and so 
just brilliant. Like just blew the doors open really on what we can and can't do in an action movie. Yeah. No fight choreography and like how you shoot fights in movies. Cause of like, I mean, we can get into the nitty gritty of like the, the certain thing, like the exact stuff that has allowed uh, that to happen. But now that uh, you can shoot fights in kind of a 360 style, and uh, yeah, it, it, it yeah. changes the way fights look. It looks so much more real, and and not in this movie, but I don't. There is also like a level. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm squeamish, but there is always a level of uh, yeah. Sometimes you get that, and you're like, oh, this is a little too brutal. That guy's head slammed into the concrete. Actually, um. I recently finished the Mandalorian and my like my real big criticism of the season finale is that I actually thought it was a little bit too violent for Star Wars. Ooh. It was kind of brutal. Some yeah. of the stuff I was like, oh, I mean, like, fine overall. I listen. But yeah, yeah I, I feel what you're saying, though. Sometimes it's like I need to know these characters are like going to be OK because it kind of gets a little gruesome when they got into like the like actual ground skirmish between like the Samoan people and, and the eugenicists uh, Idris and the Illuminati. Um, yeah, there was some shit in there that I was like, this could be a real fight. I would never know the difference. Uh, <laughs> um, but then, yeah. So Vanessa Kirby then is loaded onto a helicopter. Then we get into this whole damn sequence, which is insane, 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 insane. And this is where we get a little bit of the taste in the Fast and Furious that I love so much. So they have these cars linking to one another, which that whole sequence I thought was badass. Like that kicks so much ass. Um, they're linking and linking and linking. And then right when you think like, oh, my God, all these cars are going to fly off with this helicopter. What do we get a little oh. bit of hit on? Nitrous oxide. Oh, yeah, when that comes out, I, I dare you not Nas to. makes an appearance in this. I dare you not to stand up when you see the Nas and just start cheering. Yes. I dare you. Yes, yes, yes. And I was so, I was like, I'm glad I'm not watching a Fast and the Furious movie. I'm glad this is its own thing. And then as soon no. as the, as soon as they did, like, it, you know what it is? It's the goddamn zoom into mm-hmm. the engine and then follow the engine line to the valve where the Nas comes out. I love. I love that. You have to have that in every single movie. That is it's it's it. so good. Yeah, that's uh the first time I watched these movies, I was actually like a little bummed out we didn't get more cool car stuff. Like there's some yes. I was a little bummed and then now on this go around when I when I've been able to like let go of what I expect from a Fast and Furious movie a little more and watched right. it, I was like, no, that's exactly enough. You need one really cool car stunt and I like that they didn't do it with like fancy like exotic or muscle cars exotic and or muscle right. cars i like that it's just like chain of beater just engines the hop cars yeah yeah just bridget you kind of like had an experience with this movie as i had with like the first three where like you had to settle into this just isn't what you expected but now that you're able to like get past yeah. that you're digging it because like you know now tokyo drift fucking rules yeah well tokyo drift you need to you need the you need the rest to appreciate. I feel like if you go back and listen to my rec- the tape, if you if you go back on record, I do say you're gonna like. You do you do say that you, you do say you that need for to, sure. And it does whip ass in hindsight. Yeah, it, you need the knowledge of where these movies go to go back and appreciate the wacky stunts of three. Also, it's canonically yeah, it's just, important. It's just the discipline. It's just the disappointment level of like, what are you expecting versus like, what are you getting? Right. And then when you realize like, oh, these movies are about to just go in directions that we cannot 
at this point in 2003, right. 4C. Right. Okay. So I think we can wrap up Hobbs and Shaw here uh-huh. and move on to our other talking points. Um, but my final take briefly mm-hmm. found it delightful. I think they tried, uh, they, they were given the liberty to try different things. Um, more than anything, grateful that Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham have a vehicle for themselves because the two of them are great together. Uh, I would love to see this trend continue because mm. I kind of like my Fast and Furious old school with Vin and the gang. And if they want to keep this maybe separate or have these characters come into the Fast and Furious main fold, but like not as heavy. It's about finding a balance, I think, yes. moving forward here. Well, I think moving forward, um, there will be the fast universe, you know, the, the entitled F9. Uh, of course. Uh, and we'll have up to, uh, you said 11 we're getting? It's to 11, yeah. Uh, this, hey, this franchise goes to 11. <laughs> it goes, it goes, oh, hey, come on. Up come to 11. On, come on. Um, yeah, so we'll get 11, and then there'll be, for like Fast and Furious Presents, we'll have an unlimited number of these movies. Uh, so, so much like in your beloved Star Wars, we'll always we'll keep getting your solos and your Rogue Ones. Uh, we still yeah, we'll still wake up with the reason to live every day. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> exactly. So, um, so the, the main saga has an end date, but the Fast and Furious presents has has no ceiling. We could get Lucas that. Black back. We could. I'm sure he's available. Don't you dare, because, okay, so before we talk about F9, I did put together some superlatives that I wanted to award, just briefly. Um, So this is based on the characters in The Fast and the Furious, because I was thinking I should rank these movies, but honestly, I really don't know how I feel. Yeah. So I don't want to put anything on record. Um, So these are my, these are Sarah Griffith's superlatives. (laughs) Okay. So most likely to hang, that's our girl Letty. Letty is going to hang out with us. If we text her. Hang. Yeah. H-A-N-G. Hang. hang. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to give most valuable player. Uh, Maybe this is no surprise if you've been reading in between the lines of my comments here, but my MVP is Mia. Mia. Jordana Brewster. I think she brings the heart and the, she's the heart of this operation. I really do. Yeah. She does ground it. She she is the soul of the family. As much as she is, as much as Vin is maybe the glue, Except in eight. Yes. Uh, she it's, she is okay, she is exactly. that beating heart that they all have to rally around. And Letty is really the brain. Wow, Letty's the brain. Yeah, I mean, they did have a hard Brian's time functioning muscle. without her. Exactly. Exactly. But my MVP is Mia. I'm going to say my underrated heavyweight champ, of course, is my girl Elena. Hashtag justice for Elena. Mm-hmm. We love yeah. Elena. Um, hottest, my boy Han. Oh, Duh. oh, are you shitting me? When he spun that 360 and put his hand out of the car to give those other girls his number, that's a panty dropper, my friend. That yeah. is, that's a certified freak seven days a week right there. <laughs> I, Absolutely. Hottest I, I should have seen that coming. Um, it would not have been, I respect it as an answer. Um, The biggest bitch is that damn loser Sean John Ron what's his ass from Arizona your precious yeah Lucas Black is that Lucas Black yes I I have nothing against this actor it's the character it's a character he's also not a very good actor but well uh most fashionable new entry Vanessa Kirby doy oh 
Doi Miss Hattie Shaw. Oh. She was serving it. Her uh, her winged liner. It's never great. Once smudged. It's great. Never once. Yes. And she's doing a lot. Um, my OTP. You know. Letty and Dom, oh, I think that's too easy. It's, I'm gonna say my my star cross deceased lovers, Han and, Han Giselle. and Giselle. That's the only answer. They really had the sauce. They really they did. did. Um, I have a special superlative here called my number one guy. That's gonna go to Roman because that that's my that's guy right dude. there. That's a dude. Roman Roman speaks for me. He yes. is my self insert. Uh, Every time everything that Roman has ever said, I would also, also say, say he's not your hottest, me. but whatever. <laughs> You know, I like Han. I like the, Han. The legit- Han has the sauce. Roman yeah. is very sexy, but he doesn't have the sauce. There are two. I, I mean, I love Han. I get what you're saying. There are two bona fide supermodels in these franchises. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm going with Han. But, but yeah, um, no, I, I, you know, stick to you. And then. And then I think the character. So I know you think number one guy is the same thing as favorite character. Nope. No, I think favorite character is Letty, period. But I'm going to go the character that I love the most. Mm. Dominic Toretto. Of course. Of course. My daddy, Dominic <laughs> Toretto. <laughs> uh, Our father. The father of Brian Marcos Toretto. Brian Marcos wow. Toretto. Here's a... Here's one because I I was actually looking this up for my own uh, personal reasons and I and I found <laughs> uh, and I found uh, there's no ranking or even like I mean not that every Fast and the Furious has an iconic song attached to it but a lot of them do okay. and here's a superlative best song for the movie okay I'm I'm throwing that question to you are you asking me uh, I'm throwing that question um, to you. It is obviously the teriyaki. It's a teriyaki boy song, Tokyo Drift. It is, which actually crept into my Spotify top 100 most listened to Hell songs yeah. of 2020. It is in the middle of the list. Wow! Listen to the motherfucker. I'm so proud thing. of you. Oh, it's a it's a it's, it's, a, it's, a, a, it's a song. Unfortunate band name. I wish we could bring that sound back and like remix that song for a more modern era. Oh, for sure. I think also you got to mention runner up would be see you again. You know, I actually don't uh, really care for that song. You know, sorry, but sorry. you, you got to I feel like you, you I would honestly say I would say next would be ludicrous, too fast, too furious. Oh, yeah. That song is called act a fool. Oh, well, then duh, that's number two. Uh, yeah, obviously number two. Uh, OK, so. Let's briefly touch on F9 and then we should probably Abe, I think, has been looking at the comments for some questions or things that we can address. But before so so while we're hunting through that, why don't we, Bridget, mm. talk about F9? Because now you are speculating as much as I am speculating. And I finally allowed myself to go to the F9 page oh. and I was aghast and appalled and astonished mm. and flummoxed to see. Well, or I didn't see because it's dun, 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 John Cena. John in Cena. F9 has died. I, I didn't even, it didn't even occur to me. Out of here. It didn't even occur to me that I might be spoiling that for you. But uh, yeah, we got bum, John bum, Cena bum, in the building, The Rock and Vin bum, Diesel. Bum, bum. The Rock is probably going to be out of the <laughs> official Fast and Franchise movies. 
He's probably done with those. He said he might come back for the end, but he he's unsure. Really? Okay. As well, of now, so be it. Because if we're gonna have John Cena, we can't have John, can't Cena, have John and Cena and The Rock, the Rock in the same movie. Jesus. At that point, bring back what's her ass, and then we can just have a whole wrestler Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> I would love that. Uh, but yeah, we got Actually, we got John too. Cena. What I don't, we got Charlie Theron in another insane haircut. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I haven't even seen the haircut. Oh, you haven't? It's it's a crazy. Oh wait, I'm gonna pull it up right now that I'm sitting in front of my computer. Oh, that oh, I, that bitch! I can't believe I her. Mean, Come on, Charlize. I'm asking you one thing. You know, she's if she kicks so ass in this movie, gorgeous. Oh, duh. I mean, she was hot as Megan Kelly in um, <laughs> what the hell, Bombshell. Yeah. But I also did see on this F9 I mean, cast. Yeah, no- I don't know if this is official or if this is just IMDb chicanery. But Lucas Black also apparently in the list here of a cast. He, he is he is in the list, and there is, is a promotional poster. But you'll be happy. There is I. It's wild to you me. You think that's just IMDb bullshit? No, the promotional poster that Universal made with Han, and it says Justice is yes, coming. I do. Yes. Okay. What the fuck are they? Are they going to go back in time? I mean, I know they're going to space. Wait, 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 Bridget. Are, Are they, they going through a wormhole? Are they going to soup up they're a DeLorean? Go- I mean, you know they're going to space. Yeah, That's but not like, like right now. Oh, an F9? Is oh, that I not think, an F9? Yes. It is an F9. I just remember they space. said they're going in space. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, oh my God. I mean, maybe go we're, tr- we're going to get like some sort of another dimension. Oh my God. What if they go to like the Fast and the Furious multiverse? Yeah. <gasps> I was just going to say the Fast and Furious explosive multiverse. Fast and the Furious multiverse. Oh my God. The possibilities. Okay. What, what is the baby Yoda version of the Fast and the Furious? Like what is the baby? <laughs> is, 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 is it Brian? Who can Mar- we make cute? Brian Brian Marcos. Marcos. Brian Marcos, BM Toretto, yeah. as we call him. Someone needs to have a dog in these movies. I think I think either Luda or Tyrese gets a dog at some point in these movies. And then the dog and is that's in like, a big point of comedy, I'm sure. It's a big point of comedy because at some point, like, we'll have, you know, them on a motorcycle and the dog in a sidecar. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and the dog will yeah, be like in course. sunglasses and like a matching outfit with uh with Tyrese and uh I'm exactly. in. That's how you sell a Bridget on a movie. All right, Bridget, Put you've got eyes it. on the chat, so you're more equipped than I am if there's anything we should be discussing. Although I do want to end the F9 thing by saying there was a part of me that was kind of suspicious that when it first was because remember that was the first movie that was like See you next year. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're not even going to pretend like we're pushing back. Yeah. Do you think maybe they're also using some of this time to like clean up or reshoot or fix some things? You know what I'm saying? Um, Use the time. Maybe. It didn't seem like they needed it. I mean, maybe their PR team has kept it under like very good wraps, but it, it, it seemed right. like they were okay. ready to go. Yeah. Anyway, that was just kind of a fun thing I was speculating on. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you have the time and the money, and God knows I have the money. Uh, you know? But I don't know. I, I would true. doubt it. I would doubt that, you know, right now anybody would go back to shoot just for the 
Hell of it. Yeah, I guess. If, unless you're shooting in space. Unless you're shooting. Unless they actually. Unless the you're first, shooting in space. They actually went to space for the movie. It is honestly right now a race between Mission Impossible and The Fast and the Furious, which commercial entertainment studio can send real people really in outer space first. Yeah. Like I mean, uh, Christopher Nolan. Oh. Christopher Nolan sent a camera into space, but not a person. You know who's actually going to come so. up and swoop it and and score? It's going to be Disney. It's going to be a Disney product that's like, actually, it's going to be Disney. Assholes. Uh, st- Doctor Strange yeah. is filming on Mars right now, you fucking poor people. Well, I want to say that I kind of made this comment earlier, but no shit. These are like the only movies I've seen this year. And we had this idea to like lead up to F9 by like watching all these films. And then we were like, ah, we'll keep a monthly releases. And then F9 did us the favor by just like zooming all the way to 2021. Thank you. Bridget, by the way, F9 could be the first movie we see back in a theater, potentially just hovering that over your idea. Um, Yeah. Uh, So I want to say thank you to everyone who joined us on the stream and everyone listening to us now. Um, I am like blown away by how much people have enjoyed listening to this. And I'm kind of shocked at how much I've come to like these movies too. Um, But it's been nice to uh, go on this journey and, and watch something new at least once a month, which oftentimes is like the only time I'd watch anything. So uh, thanks for joining us here. And thanks for being a part of our year. I I know we're so stoked for F9. Oh my god! And like, oh, that's gonna happen with that. I mean, even the IMDb page got me all excited. I know it's it's exciting that you know we still have more to go. This is the end of the road for now, but uh, there there's still more. And now you'll get to see a Fast and Furious in theaters. And I'm very, or hopefully, you'll get to see a Fast and Furious. In oh th- my god, I'm dying to. Yeah. I must. I must. I must. So yeah, we're excited to come back and uh, and and keep talking Fast and Furious. This was, was super fun to do. And uh, yeah, thanks to. Ava and Swain for letting us do it. <laughs> yeah, cheers. Seriously, I was like, I've got an idea. They'll probably say no to. And then look, look at what they did. Thank you. Uh, look Thank at you all. what we've built here. Uh, a lot of people ask us, what are we going to do next? Uh, more rough stuff. Why don't you guys check that out? Um, at Rough Stuff Pod is kind of like our home for all play places and things podcast related uh i'm on twitter at sk underscore griffith bridget is also i'm also on twitter at bridget tweets and uh yeah we still do the rough stuff podcast so you can still hear our voice we're still palling around and if this is your first cast in the curious and you want to go back and listen be our damn guest baby it's all in the small beans network um check that out if you like what you hear please leave leave a review leave a little comment on iTunes or wherever you can leave a comment. Tell your friends to listen to it. And if you feel so inclined, if you feel like we've really like enriched your year with entertainment, check out our Patreon and maybe see if you could uh, put some money towards it, get some extra bonus features. I know Fate of the Furies actually released early for patrons. So if you want some cool bonus or uh, uh, sneak preview, stuff like that, I would highly recommend becoming a patron of the Small Beans Network. There it is. Those are the plugs. And happy holidays, everybody. Happy Happy fucking new year. We're almost out of 2020. Ah! We almost did it. And closer to F9. Till F9. Most importantly, closer to F9. Bye.
This has yeah. been a small beans endeavor. We're a bunch of pals who make podcasts, sketches, music, web series, and movies. The beans always have new ideas percolating, so make sure to check us out at patreon.com slash small beans. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash small beans, where you can browse all of our current and past content, see what we've got planned in the future, and learn how your support can help the small beans grow into huge giant monster beans. If you enjoyed this content module, please like, rate, subscribe, or tell a friend about us. We love you.